Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Tuesday, December 8th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Retail stores and restaurants are usually very busy during the holiday season, but that's not the case this year for many businesses throughout the region, including those in the Del Mar Loop. Nobody's coming to the Loop now. The Loop is getting, it's a ghost town now. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Kayla Drake tells us how local businesses are faring under coronavirus restrictions. This is expected to be a key week in determining if St. Louis County will relax restrictions on indoor dining during the pandemic. The ban on such dining has been in effect for nearly three weeks. County Executive Sam Page says it remains a high-risk activity for transmitting coronavirus. His office is closely watching the number of new COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations to help determine when indoor dining can resume. We hope that uh, over the next week or so we'll have more information on whether or not we can meet our target uh, mid-December for relaxing restrictions on indoor dining in St. Louis County. Uh, But we'll have to wait and see how this week goes and whether or not we're trending in the right direction. Customers are still allowed to eat inside restaurants in the city of St. Louis. Mayor Lida Krusen and City Health Director Fred Eccles have not announced any plans to issue new guidelines. The possibility of lifting some restrictions in St. Louis County comes as public health officials in the region are bracing for a surge in coronavirus cases after Thanksgiving gatherings. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports Illinois officials expect a spike in hospitalizations soon. Illinois state public health officials expect they'll know the extent of a Thanksgiving surge in coronavirus cases by the end of this week or the middle of next week. Governor J.B. Pritzker says hospitalizations from COVID-19 lag a few weeks behind reported cases. He says hospitals already have 14% more COVID-19 patients than they did at the first peak this spring. These next four weeks may be the most crucial month of this entire pandemic. We quite literally have very limited leeway in our hospital systems to manage another surge. Pritzker says the upcoming holidays of Hanukkah, Christmas, and Kwanzaa could spread the virus more since they're times when people typically gather. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. As Governor Pritzker deals with the pandemic, he's also focusing on cuts to help balance the Illinois budget. But he sidestepped a question yesterday about a broad tax increase. Sean Crawford reports. Pritzker was asked about a private meeting of Illinois House Democrats over the weekend. Reports say Speaker Michael Madigan told members of the House's Black Caucus that he would push for an increase in the income tax if Pritzker asked him. Madigan is trying to hang on to power as a bribery scandal swirls around him. But Pritzker says he's focused on trimming state spending. I have not yet heard back from the leaders about what their best proposals are for what uh, cuts need to be made. I'm awaiting their responses. Pritzker's signature graduated income tax proposal failed at the ballot box last month, leaving the state's budget extremely fragile. Before Election Day, his administration warned of an across-the-board tax hike, as high as 20 percent if the graduated tax failed. I'm Sean Crawford. The operator of Metro Transit says riders are safer now than in the past because of increased security on trains and buses. Bi-State Development is working with officers from St. Louis, St. Louis County, and St. Clair County to boost security on the system. 
CEO Talby Roach says their presence should make riders feel secure. Folks will see their patch, the patch of their local community. And so what they're seeing is, oh, you know what? That's the officer who lives in my community and he will be riding throughout the area. Roach also says crime on the system is trending downward. He says Metro Transit has fewer riders this year, though, because of the pandemic. He made those comments yesterday on St. Louis on the Air. Businesses in the Del Mar Loop are dealing with different policies to battle coronavirus. That's because the entertainment district straddles St. Louis and St. Louis County, which have different approaches to managing the outbreak. St. Louis Public Radio's Kayla Drake reports on how the fragmented approach is impacting businesses' bottom lines. Heat lamps and dining tables are scattered in parking spots in front of Renouche, a Middle Eastern restaurant in the Delmar Loop. But nobody's dining on their makeshift patio. Abud El Hamid started the restaurant over a decade ago. He has two locations, one in the Loop in St. Louis County, and the other in the Central West End in the city. But he's mostly concerned about the Loop location because the city allows indoor dining, while St. Louis County does not. People, nobody's coming to the Loop now. The Loop is getting, it's a ghost town now. What's going on? Because they say the county is closed, so all the Loop, even it's like the part of the Loop they open, they are not having enough business. And it makes sense. Visitors to the Loop don't distinguish between the city and the county. A couple of blocks down the street, Mission Taco Joint sits just inside the city border, where indoor dining is allowed. But General Manager Josh Laney says people don't realize that. I'm having a uh, large banner made saying that we're open for dine-in, just to be more visual, to remind everybody that we are still open here. Laney says traffic overall has plummeted in the Loop, which is unusual for the holidays. Yeah, the county side of the loop is, it is looking a little bit depressing. You, it's a lot less lively than normally at this time of the year. Retail stores and restaurants had their hopes set on the holiday season to help generate business. But a record level of coronavirus cases has deflated their hopes and instead increased tensions on county borders. Dr. Alex Garza, who leads the St. Louis Metropolitan Pandemic Task Force, says this is problematic. I know from talking with elected officials, there there are feelings like we're doing everything we can, um, but other people are not sharing the burden. St. Louis County is the only county on the Missouri side of the region that has banned indoor dining. The city of St. Louis has restricted business capacities. St. Charles County has reduced business hours. And Jefferson County has just implemented a mask mandate. This lack of a cohesive regional response will hurt businesses as well, says Heather Benarik. She's an economic professor at St. Louis University. You need these coordinated um, public health measures in order to be able to, to get to that recovery for the economy in the region more quickly. And restaurants all along the St. Louis County border are feeling the slump. It's not just the loop. The city of Fenton in St. Louis County borders Jefferson County. Poor Richards lands on the St. Louis County side, two miles from Jefferson County. Owner Doc Klostinski says his sales are down 70 percent. He relies on dine-in service and says carryout orders are crumbs to survive. In the last two weeks since St. Louis County banned indoor dining, Klostinski says he laid off half his staff, 15 people. No, it's horrible. I mean, it, it just, uh, in essence, um, 
knocked him out of the holidays. He says the new restrictions just drove his customers over to Jefferson County. They only have to go a mile and a half down the road and they can eat in. Russell's Cafe and Bakery is in the same plaza as Poor Richard's. Co-owner Kate Ping says unlike last spring, businesses don't have paycheck protection program loans or stimulus checks to stay afloat. We have no idea how long this is going to last. You know, we've been told four weeks, but, you know, we're just kind of waiting each day, hoping that things will, you know, things will change. But the restrictions don't have a deadline. So these business owners are holding their breath until the rules are lifted. I'm Kayla Drake, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Brian Heffernan edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. Before wrapping up, Cardinals pitcher Adam Wainwright is this year's winner of Major League Baseball's Roberto Clemente Award. It recognizes players for community involvement and philanthropy. Wainwright's Big League Impact Foundation has donated millions of dollars to a variety of charities. He is the sixth Cardinals player to win that award. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.